0: It. Created it, and it's real. Don't you understand?
1: Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Struggle Session. I am Leslie Lee the Third. And I'm Jack Allison. Thank you so much for listening and all your support. Make sure to like and subscribe on i. You, you're supposed to say iTunes but actually Jack I looked at the stats and people got so pissed off at the last iTunes update that like the listenership like dropped in half on iTunes. Like, wow. like half the people are using iTunes to listen to podcasts now. But whatever wow. you're using uh, on, please give us those uh, five-star ratings. Remember, whenever you give a rating for anything, it's either five stars or zero. Did you, did you know this, Jack? Whenever you get a survey, if you don't give them a five, that's basically like giving them a zero.
0: When If you don't give someone a five when like a rating system comes, you're basically saying that they should be unhoused. Like, especially, like, any driver or postmate or anything (laughs) like that, if you're not, like, at, if you're not, if you don't give them an A plus 100%, you're basically saying, like, I want you not to make rent this month. Yeah, yeah,
1: (laughs) you straight up, uh, your bonuses are tied to it in a lot of industries, which is, of course, is just saying you don't get paid your full salary if you don't get, if enough people don't get the five-star rate, it's absolutely uh, terrible but that's the system way on there folks so please like and subscribe and of course of course of course if you want the bonus episodes please check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or StruggleSession.Substack.com. that's right and today first up on the docket i don't know how we could talk about anything else gotta talk about our boy kanye is back yeah. jack kanye is back
0: well, Leslie, I, I actually disagree with you a little bit um, because the real truth of the matter is, in my opinion, he never left. Never left. Never left. <laughs> I mean, he was
1: embroiled in presidential politics. How can we say mm-hmm. he fell off? How can you possibly uh-huh. say he fell off? Kanye had an album release party for his long, 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 off delayed uh, album. Donda supposed to be you know dedicated to his mother this is why Kanye is actually a genius because this is actually like one of the coolest things like mo- any modern artist has done in the while. I understand you know it's very it's very Kanye but it's fucking cool so he had it's a sick. listening party in Mercedes-Benz Stadium where they play fucking football
0: games <laughs> yeah and, in and, and, basically, and and made a show basically of himself performing listening they like played the music and he just like stood there he had like you know pantyhose over his head because he's like not showing his face these days which by the way I love Kanye I love, aw- is that awesome Kanye is at the point by the way where we're we're all wearing masks and he's like how can I wear a mask and have it be weird still yeah you know <laughs> like he's going to that absolute next level
1: and he was there with the Gautier mask before anyway so like he he had been on on that wave he was wearing masks before anybody else and he came that's right I mean, the aesthetic is absolutely beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, like, setting and scene. He's wearing this, you know, all-red suit and, like, the... looks
0: like Akira.
1: Yeah, it looks like Akira. He looks like Akira, and it's, like, this completely, like, Dene Villeneuve-type, like, white space. Oh, so sick. And it's straight... It looks so good, and all the fans are around there, but it's just him in the middle, and it's, like... Wow, this is the most egotistical and coolest thing anyone love ever has done. He is a rock star. He is the he's the last rock star. Mick Jagger, David Bowie, they never did anything like this. I'm sorry, they just did Michael it's Jackson. True. They never, it's they true. never got to this level. I don't know. They never Prince. Did. My guy, I love Prince. You know how much I love Prince. Mm-hmm. Prince didn't do this. I'm sorry. I mean, it was Kanye. You
0: know, obviously, all these guys did do big things, but I'm like Kanye's the only one out there who's like. Doing it now and going yeah. bigger and doing weirder stuff. I, I watched into the whole Into his thing. 40s, well into his 40s, too. I mean, this album is actually fucking great. I really like the album. There was a lot of, like, I saw a lot of people complaining on Reddit and stuff like that. (laughs) But I really like the album. I think it's really nice and stripped down. Uh, It's a return to, like, the very personal for Kanye. Um, But there's also, like, just really super solid verses and rap in this album. I guess I'll just spoil it because everybody knows. Yeah. But, like... When Jay-Z came back on the last track, I was like, I was like, holy fuck. (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) there are things you can like spoil on this album, which is crazy. The fact I mean, the the live listening party and all of us finding out that like Jay-Z had recorded his, you know, verse just like earlier that day. And by the way, Leslie, do you know do you know that since since the show, Kanye has just been staying at the Mercedes Benz Center? (laughs) Um, there's a tweet from someone, Rashi Seagrace has posted, Kanye really made my job order 10 beds so he can sleep at the stadium for three days and uh, there was apparently there was like a soccer game at the mercedes-benz stadium today and kanye just like was showing up and hanging out in the crowd he's just living at the mercedes-benz center to finish the album (laughs) that is that's amazing that is sick and by the way i'm gonna send you the tweet right now but he's still in the outfit he like went back to the soccer game today and he's still in the akira outfit with the pantyhose over his head
1: Oh, my God.
0: What? I mean, that is rock star
1: shit. That is legendary shit. We love it. We love this man so much. What a legend. Still out there. Truly. Still doing this thing. Fearless. Willing to go out there. Even though, like, everybody was mad at him for all those years yeah. that Trump was president. Now he's like, fuck it. I'm I'm still Kanye. I can do whatever I want.
0: Leslie, there was, there's a line in the song. In one of the songs. I don't even remember which one. Because I, I love the album. I can't wait to hear it again. Although I did actually watch a lot of the stream over again. But there's a line in one of them where he like talks about 44. He's talking about Obama. And then I can't remember how exactly it goes, but he's like, and I'm the only one who went to get people like released from prison. I'm the only one who went to the White House to get people released from prison. And I'm like, that is fucking accurate, Kanye. <laughs> yes. Actually, that is fucking accurate. We had like a doo-doo brain president in office who would have said yes to any celebrity. And yeah, it, Kanye is the one who went and got got like Alice Johnson out of jail. That
1: Obama left in prison. We talked about this That's before. Right. She wore the op-ed during the Obama mm-hmm. administration and he left her in prison. Um, so uh-huh. if the Democrats had not alienated both uh-huh. Kanye and donald trump in order to in favor of obama imagine the kind of world we would be living in right now imagine how much better the world would be if like obama like smooth just smooth things over with those dudes
0: obama just needed to learn to say i'm sorry yes you know, if Obama had just called and told Kanye, like, I'm sorry, man. To someone
1: other than a cop. Just be the bigger
0: man. Be the bigger yes. man, dude. Yeah, truly. Someone other than a cop.
1: <laughs> yeah, so there were some hot lines uh, in this, and I didn't get to hear as much of this music um, as I would like to. I'm, I'm excited for the album, but it did sound like really good, really smooth, um, really
0: mm. meditative, too, really quiet. Going in, the, you know. It was really stripped, really stripped down. I saw a lot of complaints about how it didn't have any drum, and people are like, it's it's unfinished. There's no drum in it, and I'm like, or that's a choice, yeah. you fools. You know <laughs> that makes it more interesting. Literally, to hear a rap song where the only beat is piano is actually cool and interesting. You know, Jesus is King, controversial. Yeah, I mean, we get okay, right. We not my favorite. Not of my his favorite, album, but sure, you know, let's be fair. I, it's so it's yeah. so
1: weird how we talk about music compared to like anything else because music wastes. I think so little of your time, even if it's bad, compared to that's like a true. TV show. It's that is funny.
0: Like I just listened to Jesus King once, and I was like, "That's enough. That's all right." And I was like, <laughs> like, "Like that's
1: thirty minutes of your life, and you're done with it." But these mm-hmm. shitty fuck, but a shitty movie that's a ninety minutes of your life. A shitty TV show that could suck hours. If you're Lucky you know from right. you
0: days. Years of your life then, for these TV shows. And then
1: there's like a fucking sequel to it, and you got to deal with that again. Like, like that Kanye album is just done. I think it's kind of nice that music can't really have
0: sequels, at least not how we perceive them. Like, there's not like an ongoing continuity, you know, between albums. <laughs> yeah. Just our uh, like an
1: aesthetic or artistic one. But let's, you know, but this is a discussion in Kanye always... A discussion, old Kanye or new Kanye, I
0: just say Kanye jack I just I do too, because it's all it's all one one life's work, really, you know what I mean? That's really how I feel is that I'm like, I love all Kanye, I love Kanye when he was at his most fun and young and doing poppy stuff. I love when he said that fucking George Bush doesn't care about <laughs> black people, like I love. I just love this man. And I know that there's and maybe it's the controversy and the sometimes problematic nature that makes me love him all the more. (laughs) I'm like, at the very least, like, I don't always agree with Kanye. Of course, no one's going to agree with Kanye. But I do get the sense that this man is like just doing himself and is not really that polished, even though he's the biggest musical artist on like the planet. Pretty much. You know what I mean? He's still willing to go out there and be messy. I mean, the song about I'm losing my family, like he's like really exposing like real pain. Kim was in the audience and he's th- that song like actually made me cry. I know. I know. <laughs> Whoever thought that anyone would
1: even th- think that the Kim Kanye relationship was real. A lot of people did it. A lot of people
0: thought it was an art project. <laughs> That song made me cry and I'm like it's about fucking Kim Kardashian from the fucking <laughs> Kardashian show. I'm like this man is just so beyond truly. I love Kanye West and I'm I'm very excited. I was I really loved the listening party and I love the version of the album that played at the listening party. Um but I'm really excited for the 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 more finished one and I I also think it's possible that we'll get the the release donda and it will be not one song the same (laughs) from what we saw at the listening party (laughs) but we'll see we'll see we'll see well i
1: mean when you talk about kanye there's only one other person you can really even mention in the same breath i know this person has a little bit of beef with kanye i don't know if i fully you know agree with his take that kanye stole um (laughs) <laughs> Certain songs, were, but of course sure, we're talking about sure. our f- our friend Bug, bug main bug Bugcon oh, yeah. coming very very soon. Jack, tell us what's the, mm-hmm. what are the haps with Bugcon.
0: Good Lord, Leslie. Well, you and I are going to record a, a, a struggle session in the podcast room. Sadly, you're not coming out yes. this year, uh, but we're going to have to do it another time. You know, we are going to be doing uh, a very exciting live experience called the Tomorrow War Operation Rescue, uh, where people will be drafted into the Tomorrow War uh, and have to go rescue Mike Mitchell's character, Cowan, from the future. <laughs> <laughs> we have the opening ceremonies with Joe, the Fart Man Fart Slur. Oh, yes. Uh, that's going to be Joe's coming out. Uh Chris's cooking kitchen. Chris is going to be Chris uh, Fanakim is going to be doing a meal and we're going to be trying that out with a couple judges. Red and Yellow. That's oh, yeah. uh, Kate Raft and Joan Ford are going to be doing a live show. You know, with Bug TV Plus, we've given people budget to like make shows on their own, you know, uh, basically, you know, without much oversight. Right. Mm. So there are these guys that pitched a show. About doing a movie of them going on a road trip, um, and Van sent them seven hundred and fifty dollars, and they've never delivered um, the show, and we've never seen even a frame from it. Uh, but anyways, those guys are going to be there <laughs> at BugCon <laughs> 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 to talk about their their <laughs> their road trip movie that is not doesn't exist yet or whatever. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to be screening Bolt Driver, um, Bolt Driver Bugs uh, movie, yes. Uh, we're gonna be streaming the Tomorrow War, uh, the State of Buzzcast with President Franklin. Um Craig Healy and Scott Gardner will be there with Cup Stuff Presents. Uh, we're gonna do a Bug World online panel. Alana Johnson will be there with self The knife. The knife herself. We're gonna have Bug Prom. And of course, Leslie, this is maybe the most exciting thing of all. The first live performance from Bug Main of the Coco Pelly album. There has not been A Bug Division live show. You're gonna get songs from the Bug Division, songs from the second album, and even songs from the upcoming new album. This is the first stop of Bug Tour. Wow.
1: See, Jack, I will be real with you. When we went on Mm -hmm. tour with Bug, of course, neither of us had any idea what he was gonna do, right? We were, in fact, a little bit nervous. And then Mm -hmm. what he did every time he came out was still the show. Effortlessly in in these random places and he would just kill it, crush it, make us look like fools for even like there was a reason we were the opening act. Because Bug is just a porn uh entertainer. The music I hadn't heard his music yet. I didn't know how serious it was. It's legit. It's legit.
0: The music is very good, actually. The music is good.
1: I just hope he, he and Kanye can squash this beef and maybe collab. Me too. Maybe Me collab. too.
0: I hope this doesn't escalate. I hope it doesn't escalate from here. That's Hate for Hate to see another sure. East Coast, West Coast uh, war. I will say there was Kanye in one of the early songs on the track, like, talks, like, I don't know if he says or if he's just saying you're my only fan or if he's actually referencing only fans. But just hearing only Uh. fans in a rap, I was like, oh, my God, Bug got there first. (laughs) He did. Bug (laughs) did get there first. (laughs) All right. So,
1: you know, you're talking about BugCon. You Mm -hmm. mentioned, you know, Bolt Driver, Tomorrow War, this movie from these guys who may have just hustled you out of $750. Sounds like movies are Good back. Sounds like movies are oh, back, yeah. Jack, in a
0: big way. You seen anything mm-hmm. lately? Um, I, did, I did watch Space Jam last week, which was funny. And that's, I mean, I don't really. What do you, you, you want to say about Space Jam? I <laughs> Aren't guess. you doing the episode uh, about but it? But I am going to see. I will do, I will do an episode with Max. We're going to do one soon. Uh, but I am also going uh, to see Old tomorrow. What about you? So I, I, didn't go, I haven't gone to see anything,
1: but I did watch The Forever Purge. Oh, yeah. What do you think? I didn't think it was that good. I didn't think it was that. It was okay. Not your favorite purge. Not my favorite purge. The politics got very confused because what they were trying to do is they were trying to make the point that like the fascist governments who like runs the purge and does all this stuff. What if the purge got out of control? And like, calls see, that's them. what doesn't work. Yeah, for it doesn't, me, it you know? doesn't
0: make it, it. like, like I, I really, I really thought like I was kind of hoping during the movie that like when all that was happening at a certain point, the new founding fathers would be like, "We stand with the forever." Purge. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, you feel like you should like have them be like, "Now we do stand with the forever purge" or something. But I feel like what it was really wanting to do was just sort of reverse the, you know, the border situation and make yes. it Americans, you know, trying to go into Mexico, which was fine and and good enough. Um, And I think there are some...
1: Yeah, I think the last half of that movie is actually pretty decent because it's basically like, first it's The Last of Us, and then it's like Mm -hmm. Sicario. And it's like, okay, I'll take a B... Movie, uh, Cardi The, Sicario and the one Last is good. of Us, and then I think that was actually yeah. like a pretty good sequence. But that first half of that movie just had nothing to do with like the main story of where they got to, and it could have just been a much tighter, more intense movie if they had you know, just said, All right, we just want to make it about the border. Uh, it's going to be Americans trying to escape to the border to get escape the, a yeah. forever purge. It could have been very simple. They even confused it with like one of the first villains is like like a DSA guy. <laughs>
0: It's very confused, yeah.
1: He's like, fuck these rich assholes. They run everything and they take everything from us. And I was
0: like, yeah, right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, why why are the immigrants helping the rich? Big scene in that second half. And I do agree. I like the second half. But there was a scene where, like, The cowboy guy like has to face his racism or whatever. And they have a conversation where he's like, you know, I don't hate you kind of people. I just think that all the races should like stay apart or something like that. And then the movie ends with him having to like immigrate into Mexico and they, you know, the Mexican doctors are like delivering his child. But I was just like we're not ever going to get, like, the moment where he's like, I was wrong about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't that feel like that needs to be in the movie where he's like, dang, I, I was wrong about you people or something. You know what I mean? It's just like we kind of leave it at this place of there should not be mixing of the races <laughs> or something. <laughs>
1: I've heard that before. I've heard that from people. And these are people. For sure, there are yeah. People who say, like, look, I ain't got nothing against black people. I just don't think
0: we should be around each other. And it's right. like... <laughs> Yeah, I guess like, like you can say that in a movie, but you kind of want the character to learn. Yeah, learn, right? You you can't just leave it there. (laughs) Uh, But
1: movies are back, Jack, and even though we were a little bit disappointed, the Forever Purge. There's a new movie coming out that I think this week everyone has decided that it's going to be good and they're going to like no matter what. Dune, where the new Dune trailer dropped. And let me tell you something. I, I had people literally admit this. I they they told me like I don't care. Just let me tell <laughs> just let me believe this movie is good. I don't care about it. Just give me one win. Give me one win. We'll we'll watch the trailer in a moment, but I think I see why as because it is just forget that there was ever a dune adaptation before. Forget dune is a book, right? It's a big budget yeah. sci-fi movie. Now it doesn't, may not look as interesting as the other adaptations of the Zalawarskis, but yeah, I think if you watch the trailer, as if as if you're like a normal person who knows nothing about Doom, you know, like ninety percent of people, you're gonna see this and it might actually blow your fucking mind. So, have you seen it, Jack? Have you seen the trailer, Jack?
0: I think I don't want to be a sourpuss. That's <laughs> what I think. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. I feel
1: like, kind of the same way. Like, you know, I mean, it looks like it might be okay. It looks like I might have fun with it. i probably, but see, this is how I feel about every Denis Villeneuve movie. Every single one. I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. I'm going to go see it in theaters. I
0: go see it in theaters, and it's just like, there. It's just the I mean, I'm definitely going to see this movie. There's no question about that I'll see this movie. I don't think it looks that dunish to me. I actually do feel like I look at Arrakis, and Arrakis just doesn't... I mean, it looks like it's the desert, but it doesn't look like like brutal you know what i mean it doesn't look like fucked up it doesn't look like cracked and messed up and hot you know it just looks like a desert and, and it's to me. not
1: ornate like Dune is. so we talked about this um, when they did the first trailer yeah. where everything's very slick i know they did get a little bit more creative with the harconans the Harkonnens are cool so here's sure. the thing like so apparently in this version the um the atreides are like Bros, they're like they like listen to m&m That's what I picked up because they had the God. little quips and the stuff, and they're like tough guys, right? Yeah. And the Harconens yeah. in this one are goths. They like are like in all black <laughs> and they're and they're like pale. Okay. Even like Batista is like pale. So they're yeah. all just very like gothy. So it's like a jock versus goth kind of white thing. I mean, you have two YA stars at the center of it. I think it's very telling. Sure. Like they did they. Specifically, did not cast actors who look like adults for mm-hmm. the for the roles for the main roles. They they specifically went with you know adults who look like teenagers. I think it feel it does feel
0: kind of like Y A Dune in some. Fact. It feels a little glossy and modern when I look at the shots. And the like quippy stuff really isn't working for me. And that I, I, I guess it's just a trailer, but that ends up being like a kind of high percentage of the actual spoken dialogue in the trailer. Yes. I do like Enough though, and I kind of am. I do, you know, want to like Enough movies. Uh, you do. You, you always want to like them. I want to like them. I'm, and I'm like, the trailers are good. I'm like, I don't know. I don't like the desaturated look. You know, I feel like it's kind of got that same kind of pulling all the color out. I don't know. I want to like it. I want I want to like this movie and I want this to be a good Dune franchise because I really like Dune a lot. I, I watched the trailer for um, the Sci-Fi Channel Dune mini series, after watching this, and I was like, that look is better. Yes. I think. <laughs> it, the look is better. The goofiness—you got Princess Irielin in like a whole big goofy outfit. Like her father, I'm like, this just looks more like all the weirdo royal families that are in Dune. Yeah. I don't know this I, the the still suit and 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 the Atreides. It's just all so fucking like dark and fucking boring looking to me i don't think the still suits all look too clean when i see them the still suits just look like batman's outfit or something <laughs> they're not all like dusted and fucked up and stuff i don't know i want to like it i'm gonna try my fucking yeah. best everybody we'll try we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try I, I
1: you can only do half the book in a movie right like they well like that's this, what they're trying
0: to do this first one is just the first half of the book have they shot the second one yet I think they're planning to. Is the idea? They're they're plan They're going to make like a TV show, and they're making a TV show too, or something.
1: Yeah, I did hear about the TV show? I think it, I think they said it was going to be about. Where were the Benny Jessera in this?
0: That's what I think we saw, like a, a shot of them. But I think the Benny Jesserit is going to be it's what the TV show is going to be about, if I'm remembering correctly.
1: Yeah, but like, are the ben, Benny Jesserit in the trailer? They just look boring and like you don't know this. That's the I that think they just suck. have like blue
0: eyes. Yeah, they're just like oh in a hood my or something. God, That's like that suck. I know it's like it's just too pulled back and gray. And I don't know. I, I want to try my best, but I look at this shit and I'm like, oh my God, every shot is fucking gray again. We're in gray <laughs> world again.
1: All right. You know, but we we but people are rooting for it. People want to win. People want something in film that they can just genuinely yeah. feel good about.
0: Genu- genuinely and wait, feel kind and, of inspired and, and, you know, this by. This is it. why we're all waiting for Avatar 2 <laughs> Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> could it be the decade of Dune? Jack, could the prophecy have been wrong?
0: Not a fucking chance. Are you kidding me? Let, let's be honest here. Avatar 2 versus this Dune movie, that is like That's like a joke. (laughs) I'm not talking about like quality wise, but if we're talking about like blowing up the box office and maybe saving movie theaters, it's not going to be Dune. Danny Villeneuve's, you know, like gray Dune versus like underwater Avatar. uh, Yeah. I mean, there's no question.
1: It's wet versus dry. Are you a wet boy or are you a dry boy?
0: (laughs) If you want to get wet. wet.
1: yeah, we're gonna get wet over here. It's gonna be Avatar. <laughs>
0: you can
1: you can dry Jack over there with Dune, but uh, wet boys,
0: we'll take it wet. <laughs>
1: Speaking of remakes, mm-hmm. Dead Space. Jack, wow! Did you know they're remaking the game that is perfectly playable on everything <laughs> but the PS5 right now? You can play it on the Xbox. Works great. Looks mm-hmm. great. You can play on your PC. Works great. Looks great. Jack, were you excited for the announcement? The for the chance to be able to play Dead Space on your PS5. You can pay sixty dollars to play Dead Space on your PS5 pretty soon. Oh,
0: I think. Are Are you sure about that? Because most PS5 games are seventy dollars. Oh uh, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I <see. laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I've never beaten Dead Space, and I probably should go back to it. But I think if I was going to be doing that. Uh, I would be on my Windows PC here. (laughs) So, you know, I don't know. This generation of games, it's it's getting a little... It's like, I I do like some of these games, but the remake stuff is getting a little bit wild. Just like, you know, this is the stuff that literally should be left to the world... Of, of online mods. You know what I mean? Like, we should not be making all the, uh, you know, video game companies be creating high-resolution assets and everything. Like, let's make some new games and leave that to all the modders online to upgrade the, the VFX and everything.
1: Like, even the gameplay itself is still relatively, like, not really that different than any kind of third-person shooter you're going right. to play. Now, which is kind of sad to say that we haven't really innovated basically since... Resident Evil 4, but think about what this what this game is now. It's a, first of all, Dead Space was just a rip-off that EA made, the cat of Resident Evil
0: 4, and right. so,
1: but that became so popular in its own right, because there was still integrity, uh, in, uh, artistic integrity in this. Maybe not so much in Dante's Inferno as the God of War uh, rip-off, but sir, do you remember that one, Jack? They based off the Dante book it was like god of war oh, it was no. ps3 weird it was the era where ea was just cop stealing uh, other games for different companies and dead space wow. was resident evil and dante you should look at dante you should look it up dante's, dante dante's inferno the video game you know the book oh right? wow
0: the the divine comedy <laughs> yes. the video
1: game it says
0: <laughs> i guess the game was okay it wasn't the, it incredible. actually wasn't that
1: bad it was kind of fun but it but dead space wow. became this its own thing instead of just like this cash-in rip-off and and that was all thanks to you know visceral yeah. games and the creativity behind that. Now, Jack, I'm sure you've heard that uh with the second Death Space, EA kinda pushed them to make the game more action based. The game wasn't quite right. as good. And then by you get time you get to Death Space Three, they've completely ruined the game. And then a few years later they uh shutter them. So the studio that the actually The Mass Effect model. Yeah, the Mass Effect yes, model. Yes, yes. So <laughs> the EA model, really. Um and so yeah, even really. so the Team that made this game no longer exists because EA got rid of them after ruining their game, and like not making it, paying them to make a new one. They paid them actually, Jack, to make a Star Wars game that never one of the Star Wars games that never came out.
0: Man, you know, at a certain point, I'm just like we're wasting so much time and energy of creative people yeah. you know what i mean i'm like let the dead space people make a fucking video game for god's sake
1: well the uh, one the lead behind it he is working on a horror game and i i think there there was a mention that they did call up ea was nice enough to call up some of the visual game guys to bring them into the office to talk to the new oh, studio
0: nice. that was doing the remake good god for them good god
1: Jeez. That's the video game industry for you, folks. You make a great hit game. The studio ruins it. And then they bring in you to consult with your uh, replacement, who is cheerleading paid. To
0: make the same game. Not even a new game. Just who is making the same one you already made. Yes. Wow. Good times. Good Good times out there in video games.
1: (laughs) We'll keep on the video game track. Uh, I wanted to talk about this last week, but we we ended up not having time. Right, the new handhelds coming out, the uh, Steam Steam Deck and Mm -hmm. the Nintendo Switch with a slightly bigger screen.
0: The Nintendo Switch, um, which now has the technology to have the screen that the PlayStation Vita has. Yes, OLED. We we have now upgraded. We have now upgraded to Vita level on the uh, on the Nintendo Switch.
1: I was so mad. When I heard this news, not that I really wanted like a Switch Pro, but the audacity, the because au- yeah. for people who don't know, the Nintendo Switch is really is kind of underpowered for what it yeah. should be like. It stutters with games that it should be able to play 2D games if you're in handheld mode. So I was thinking, oh, the Pro is going to come out. Finally, like you won't stutter every time you're playing like a 2.5D game that can run on cell phones. <laughs> These motherfuckers at Nintendo put out the Switch OLED, which is a up. I think it upgrades maybe the Wi-Fi, maybe the screen. The Bluetooth, a so bit. you
0: still can't use a Bluetooth. Oh, you headphones can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: you, <laughs> I don't know who they're putting it out for. I guess, like, I guess switches are cool. People want new ones.
0: I don't know. Maybe Nintendo like oversold what this was going to be or something like that. Cause it kind of just feels almost like it's not intended to be like a major upgrade or something. Like they're just like, this should have been the one we had out last year. And so now we're doing it. You know what I mean? Like I don't really, I don't really know a great comparison for it. It's almost like, like, um, I don't know, I'm sure they make a new Blender every year. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. <laughs> like I'm sure that the Blender company yeah, yeah, yeah. puts out a new one every year and it's like barely upgraded, but if you're in the market for a Blender, you buy <laughs> that one. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of how I feel at this Switch. It's like a car or something. You know what I mean? It's like the 2015 versus the 2014 model.
1: You, I did hear that the reason that they might have done this is because they actually were going to do a Pro, but there's a chip shortage and they couldn't get the chips and they still wanted to put out a new SKU, uh, so they just came up with this.
0: I look at the new OLED switch and I'm like, uh, well, seems like less of a ripoff than Mario 3d all-stars. And I'm, I was dumb enough to buy that fucking thing. <laughs> All right. So
1: the steam deck steams portable, uh, game player. I'm, I'm really, I'm shocked. It took this long. I really thought like devices like this would have taken off like, been out the door, like, as soon as the Switch came out, since the technology is yeah. here to play PC games or some facsimile of them on, on a portable device. And Steam put out theirs. It's about four to $600, depending on what you get on it. it. They're still putting out specs. It's not really quite clear, like, what it is. Are you supposed to be streaming most of these games, playing them on the That's system? what my
0: question is, too, is, like, are, is this mostly a stream you know a a steam link device you know what i mean is this like how on my ipad or whatever i can like play steam over wi-fi or are you am i supposed to be like installing gta to this device because comes with 64 gigabytes of space (laughs) which is not very good half a game there's half a game you can the top model comes with half a terabyte and i'm like maybe some games will even beat that you know what i mean
1: (laughs) You can use a SD card, but like the big, I guess the biggest. I guess you can go up to two terabytes. I guess, but that is like two hundred dollars and for sickos. So, is yeah. this just a sicko system? I do feel most of Steam's hardware is <laughs> for, for the sickos. sickos. It's not for the consumer. It's for the sickos.
0: I mean, that can. I listen. I'm a. I'm one of the sickos who bought that the controller they first put out, and it's one of the worst that has ever existed. I'm an absolute fucking sicko. People were making
1: the joke that finally
0: they'll they'll be able to get the Steam Deck so they can
1: stop rebuying games on Switch that they already got for free on PC. (laughs) So if you do the best, if you've waited, if you actually held out for a Switch and you have been building up your little Reddit R slash game deals like Steam collection... You are ahead of the game. Go ahead and spend that $600 on that Steam Deck. You've got your money's worth because everybody who got a Switch has reballed those fucking games again on Switch with the Switch tax. This is going to be a much cheaper option in, in, in that aspect.
0: Um, I do think it looks insanely ugly. It looks like a Game Gear. It truly <laughs> is an ugly-looking uh, little handheld I'm, there. I'm happy. I'm glad
1: that the ugly handhelds are back. I actually liked how ugly... <laughs> like, you uh-huh. knew it was a video game console. Like, it's a That's big, fair. fucking, chunky thing. Like, you could kill somebody with it. <laughs> I think it should be, like... It doesn't need to be a phone. I think it should be... Like, it should feel like a piece of gear. Like, like people, like when you pull it out, people should be like, whoa, what is that? Like, does he have like a license for that? Shit? Like, is it legal to pull that sort of hardware out right here?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm very interested in the Steam Deck, uh, but I'm someone who also bought the first Vive and I'm like, I would wait around round or two. <laughs> yes. when, when Steam puts out products that are not that polished sometimes. Uh Cause they're making a lot of money off of, um, I don't know, I guess knife skins, whatever the fuck that is.
1: All right, so moving on, Jack, I this is something I want to share with you and share kind of with mm-hmm. the audience. I have fallen in love with wrestling again. I truly, wow, truly, that's great. American wrestling specifically, I've fallen in love with wrestling. The company, AEW, has just won me over in these past few weeks because the crowds are coming back, the big shows are coming back, and this is a company that really, unlike WWE, is run by people who actually uh, like professional wrestling. But Vince McMahon hates professional wrestling, hates professional wrestlers, hates being in the professional wrestling business, hates every single thing about it, but he runs the (laughs) biggest company, (laughs) and he just uses it absolutely horribly. I just want to give a brief example uh, with these two commercials between WWE and AEW. And I wanted to consult you Jack as you know a more casual fan like what the differences Uh you would see if you were just a casual fan scrolling through the channels you see these commercials for these two different wrestling companies. Watch this video. Now one's going to be a commercial for WWE. One's going to be for AEW. Yeah, I just want you to tell me what you think of the differences between how these Uh, try to sell
0: wrestling if I'm I'm up here
1: breaking the laws of physics must be Monday
0: Becky Lynch is all fired up
1: if I'm (laughs) taking Missy's arm home as a souvenir (laughs) must be Monday unbelievable another
0: week that one seems to be uh, uh, trying to express to me that it's on Monday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but did you notice how
0: they used the real clips from the wrestling
1: and then paused yeah. it to tell jokes to let you know yeah. that the show is not real and is a joke? It's fake. Yeah, yeah it yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. is really bizarre. For people who listening at home, every time the wrestler was speaking, they were f- frozen in place from an actual move. And it's actually really interesting technology but this is supposed to be like a live sporting
0: event that you're... Supposed to like, you're, like believe this, yeah. Yeah,
1: you're trying to hide it. And that's Samoa Joe on the screen yeah. uh, there. And he actually got a severe, possibly, career ending injury doing this commercial. At
0: this, doing the commercial, wow. Doing the commercial. Good Lord, that's not taking care of your guys.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not taking care of us. And he actually... This is no joke. He got fired by WWE. And then the same Jeez. day, he got a call from Triple H, who runs NXT. He's basically NXT is like the farm link for WWE, but it's the same company. It's not like a real separate mm. entity. So they fired him from WWE. And then Triple H calls him, says, Hey, buddy, hold on a second. Don't do anything because, you know, this other company, AEW, Everybody wants to sign with him. Lots of people want to sign with him now. And this is a new thing in wrestling where there's competition. And everybody, as soon as all these people got fired, they were like, people were tweeting, bring Samoa Joe to AEW. It's a no-brainer. He's one of the top guys there. Right. These motherfuckers in WWE, they ran this game on him. So they fired him from WWE, which pays more money, call him up and say, hold on, don't do anything. We're going to work something out. And then he calls him back and hires him for NXT the wow. junior division wow. the same
0: day that is fucked that's so fucked
1: I, I as far as i know he didn't take the time to take the phone call from the compet- competing company owned by a different billionaire wow that is good i Lord. can't believe i mean he's a professional wrestler how you get fucking worked like that how you get how you get worked like that joe joe i love you brother i love you i i don't know how how you let that happen to you but Jeez. that's that's the, that's how WWE sells wrestling team. Right. Now let's see how AEW does it.
0: Sure. Rampage is changing the game. Cool. Yeah, I mean that one is just selling like nonstop action pretty
1: much. It shows all the wrestlers, but then it puts like lightning bolts and shit to make them look like they're going super saying it right. makes them look like they're in a like superheroes or a, like in an anime or something. So it uses the technology uh, special effects to make them seem cooler and even right. more badass instead yeah. of making them a joke. You see, like I, as a casual wrestling fan, Jack. Which show are you tuning into?
0: I think I'll tune into AEW. I think is the clear and correct answer. I'm
1: not here to blow smoke up AEW's ass because what they're doing is just a very simple thing. They're right. actually trying. They actually like wrestling, and they're trying to sell wrestling to wrestling fans as a like wrestling show. Wrestling yeah. as a wrestling show. I. WWE has been fighting against this for years and I didn't realize, and most, I think most people didn't realize until now, the problem with wrestling is just Vince McMahon hates wrestling. Mm-hmm. Every bad promotion out there is bad because they try to copy the things that Vince does. Vince just mm-hmm. happened to fall into this success by being a ruthless, cutthroat businessman, but he doesn't right. actually put on a good wrestling show and no one... seriously thinks he does it's just that he has all the money but he hates fucking wrestling and so every like garbage thing that they WWE does every other company does and everybody hates it and no one can understand why wrestling fans are mad finally AEW comes along they actually like wrestling
0: I mean, also, I think that this ad, I mean, I know that we're focusing on all these people who are our sort of, like, character wrestlers and everything like that, but it is so much more like a an ad for, like, sports. You know what I mean? Yes, it shows yes, these people, like, too. being athletic as opposed to, like, stopping to do a weird, like, mini monologue or something like that, which they're really not uh, uh, that good at. Well, folks,
1: that was Struggle Session. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good one. Peace. See ya. See ya.